0: If you've listened to the show a few times, you'll know that the first question I like to ask all the guests is, what did you always want to be when you grew up? Well, today's guest is one of the youngest we've had on the show. He's 18, just finished school, and he was always passionate about programming and building websites when he was younger. He's already got his own business, and I bet you can't guess what he's all about. Welcome back to another episode, team. It's Open for Business. This is episode 17, and you are a motivated young person, or maybe you're young at heart, and you want to turn your passion into a profit. You want to be your own boss. You want to start a side gig. You want to earn some more money. You want to help other people through the skills that you possess. That's what we do around here. That's what Open for Business is all about, and a big thank you for to everybody tuning in wherever you are around the world. Loads of different countries around the world tuning in to Open for Business. I really do appreciate it. We've got countries like India, the Philippines, France, people are tuning in from everywhere. So I really do appreciate it. Thank you for supporting Open for Business and supporting me. I hope I'm providing you with loads of value and the way that you can let me know that is to keep listening to the show, leave comments in the show notes or a rating and review on iTunes, even just hit me up on Twitter or Snapchat. I would love to hear from you, love to know where my listeners are all around the world and uh, that's what it's all about. Jump on social media and have a chat. So thanks for tuning in guys, really excited about today's episode. So today we're talking to Harry Sanders, who is the owner of Studio Hawk. Harry is an 18-year-old. He lives in Melbourne, he's just finished high school and he's running his own business and he's been running that business for a couple of years now. So he's the youngest person that I've had on the show, the youngest entrepreneur and uh, I'm really pumped to bring this uh, interview to you because it's exactly what Open for Business is all about. It's why I started the podcast, to share these stories of young people all around the world who are starting their own business and really taking the world on. And uh, I'm super pumped. I'm going to get straight into this interview. It's an awesome one. It's all about uh, Harry's journey through high school, starting his business, working and gaining experience while he was still at school, and turning what he was passionate about when he was younger into his full-time career, into his job, into a business of his own. All right, let's get straight into it. Hope you enjoy the interview. I'll catch you on the other side. Harry from Studio Hawk, thanks very much for joining us on Open for Business. Pleasure to be here, Anthony.
1: Thank you very much for the opportunity.
0: Awesome stuff. So, uh, the first question that I like to ask all my guests, Harry, is what did you always want to be when you grew up? I
1: actually have always wanted to be a programmer. Awesome. Uh, ever since I was a kid.
0: Really? Well, guess what? Yeah. Out of out of all the interviews I've done so far, that would make you the first person who is actually now doing what they wanted to be when they grew up.
1: Excellent! So well done, congrats. That's, uh,
0: yeah, that's pretty awesome. I uh, I always like to start off with that question because. A lot of the time, um, you know, people get through school and they get to that point where they've got to decide what uni course they want to do or what they want to do with themselves. And mm. and um, a lot of the time, people don't end up doing, you know, what they always wanted to be when they grew up or what they're passionate about when they grew up. So, the fact that you've been able to to carry that through and then turn it into a business of your own, that's pretty awesome. Yeah, it's pretty lucky to be honest, but uh, yeah, I'll go with it. Sweet as All right, so, uh, Harry, can you tell us a little bit about your background, um, sort of before you started business and the types of things that you were into and passionate about? Yeah, well, um,
1: I just finished high school, but uh, I've always been doing uh, computer-related stuff uh, ever since I got on one, couldn't get me off. Um, uh, I I do love a bit of contrast. I do love going outdoors, uh, just getting some fresh air, going for a run, uh, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. you do get pretty uh, cramped
0: up sitting down all day Yeah, definitely Good to uh, to get out and about Especially if you're spending a lot of time at the desk Or at, uh, in front of the computer That's uh, an important one to remember
1: Yeah, exactly
0: So for everyone listening, Harry uh, You've you're just turned 18 or?
1: Yeah, yeah. I've turned, I have turned 18 a few months ago But yeah, I've been uh, 18 I just finished high school And uh, I've been doing this for a couple of years now
0: Awesome stuff So uh, when you say this, uh, what are you talking about? Uh, I'm
1: talking about Studio Hook. So, I've been running Studio Hook, which is a web development and online marketing company. Fantastic. Uh, and I've been doing that. I uh, started in high school. Uh, yeah. It was um, because I I did an internship at another company that did something very similar. I won't name the company, but um, yeah. I, I, I was there for a while. And um, obviously, as an internship, I wasn't getting paid a whole lot. But uh, after a couple months, I ended up... Um, running the entire Australian division of it because they did most of their work offshore to India.
0: Well, that's pretty impressive.
1: It, it <laughs> was very interesting. So, Would you have been the youngest person in the
0: business doing that?
1: Definitely. Uh, there were some other people uh, doing some stuff with the Sydney division, but I was, yeah, running 30 uh, contractors in India. Wow. And so, that was crazy uh, and that was very stressful and... uh yeah, so, I did that for a couple of months.
0: So, how old were you at that, to- at that stage?
1: Yeah, 16. So, 16. I-, I rocked up. I did an internship. They weren't expecting much from me, but uh, I've been doing this stuff for a while. So, I ended up doing a lot of it and uh, yeah, just went from there really. You showed them, huh?
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, um, they were pretty happy. That's fantastic. I bet they were. That's, uh, that would have been a pretty good big bonus for them with uh, you just being an intern at the time for sure yeah okay so um so you you had that internship and uh now you are the uh, the founder and you're running studio hawk your own business so uh when did when did studio hawk kick off when did you get that ball rolling uh pretty
1: much i think it was four months after that internship the company i left just because of the amount of workload stress and it was a full-time job along with high school i really wasn't getting the pay yeah sure um, it was a fantastic experience, but um, yeah, I, I went off to do my own thing. I already had some clients under my belt, uh, just I asked around, you know, networking is a very nice. big key yeah, uh, about people
0: that wanted websites or were interested in starting websites, all that kind of stuff. So, do you think, did the internship um, give you a bit of a leg up? Like, did that, was that a really good, uh, like, experience base to get you started into, into Studio Hook?
1: Oh, it was amazing. I, I honestly couldn't have asked for anything better. Um, a lot of people feel, uh, what's the right word for it? People feel like uh, they shouldn't be doing it because they're not the best at it. So, yep. with any job, you feel like you kind of feel like you don't fit in when you first start. Like you're like, oh, I'm kind of the um, outlier here. I, I don't really know what I'm doing. But, but you learn that uh, not a lot of people do know what they're doing. It's true. But a lot of people it's are so just, true. yeah. A lot of people just going with it, and you just got to go with
0: it, and it will work out. I, I, I assure you, hey, we're all on a journey, aren't we? We're always learning, and uh, yeah, awesome point that you make there. We're not, we're not all, we don't all know uh, everything about everything. So we are all learning. We're all evolving. Um, definitely an awesome point.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: So. Um, I mean, normally I would I would ask you how it all started, but obviously uh, you always wanted to. You're always in the development. It was a passion that you were um, that you've always had. But how did you actually start Studio Hawk? How did you start the business?
1: Uh, I started the business. My dad actually owns uh, a business himself, so that was uh, a big help. And I also knew a couple of people uh, who were responsible for that. One of that one of those people, uh, a girl called Catherine, got me in contact with the people you had. Uh, the, uh, what was it called, um, the owners of the people that run their program for the 18 to 25-year-olds, 16 to 25-year-olds, sorry. Oh, okay. Yep. lefts from my head right now. But, um, That's all right. Yeah, so I got into contact with them and we we're talking about setting up a business, the costs involved and yep. yeah, as you were saying, uh, I think it was last podcast or a couple of podcasts ago. Um, you don't need a lot of money to start a business. Mm. I think registering for a company name and a domain, I think, set me back about 100 hundred, two hundred bucks. Yeah. Yeah, which it's it really that much. isn't a lot. No, that's no. right. And so that's how that all started. And I started that and it just kinda of snowballed from there.
0: I love the fact that you uh you brought that point up. I did a, we've put out a blog post recently on Open for Business about the fact that you don't need a whole lot of cash to get an idea started i mean you've even pointed out the fact that um to get started in the early days you did a lot of networking and, and you talked to people um you talked to people in the, in the field that could help you out so you didn't have a million dollars that you just went through at someone and said hey build me a business you went and talked to people and you built it yourself no exactly yeah you're right awesome so um Tell us a little bit, of mo- bit more about what Studio Hawk actually does and, and what you can provide, what sort of services you provide. Uh, well, the main brunt of what we do is
1: actually online marketing, uh, okay. which involves web development, of course. Of course. Um, and so, a lot of that's just building websites for people or recreating or giving them a social media campaign, online campaign, anything. Um, it, it really
0: is amazing for marketing. And uh, yeah, it's very cheap. So, so what, uh, what sets you apart, Harry? Because, what, I mean, there's lots of people out there building websites. There's lots of people mm. out there doing social media. So, what do you do that sets you apart or what's your point of difference?
1: Well, my main point of difference is my communication. I, 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 I stay in contact with my clients, make sure almost as a friendly approach, like just see how they're doing, that kind of thing. And the other point of difference is my pricing. So, I, I'm very affordable because I can afford to be right? I'm an 18-year-old. I am 18 year old uh, i do not have a lot of expenses, uh, mm. that kind of thing. So, I can afford to be a lot more affordable and give you a lot more bang for your buck when it comes to uh, what I do.
0: Well, it sounds like a pretty good deal. So, where where is Studio Hawk set up? Are you running this business from home or is have you got an office? How does all that sort of things work?
1: A bit of both. I, I, I do use an office uh, down in Docklands. Um, Pretty good spot to have an office. Yeah, it's a great spot. It's um, dad knows the uh, my dad knows the person that runs the kind of grid, and so I managed to secure that by doing a website for them. Fantastic. So trading services for services.
0: Excellent. That's awesome. And uh, Docklands is uh, in Melbourne for all our uh, international listeners. Um, so it's right on the waterfront, and uh, yeah, lots of uh, lots of good views there in Docklands. Yeah, yeah, it's quite nice. Awesome. Um, so, yeah. um, the next thing I wanted to ask was, is it, uh, is it just yourself running Studio Hawk? Or do you have uh, other people involved? How does that work?
1: Well, it's just myself at the moment. I have a, another a, a designer uh, that is a contractor and another uh, developer that's also a contractor. I do front end, which is uh, making the website look pretty, making it all work uh, from the user's perspective. Putting your touch on it. Yeah, exactly. And nice. back end is what Simon, one of my contractors, does. And he, uh, so he does all the sort of stuff when you press submit on the contact form, all the code goes back there, and yep. uh, all that kind of behind the scenes kind of stuff. I do the styling, and I do a bit of that as well. But yeah, that's what sure. he mainly does.
0: Nice. So uh, I presume uh, running like that much of the business yourself. Do you work long hours.
1: Yeah, pretty long hours, but. Uh, it's very rewarding, to be honest. It's a lot better than working for someone else, that's for sure.
0: So, at the end of the day, uh, even if it is 10 o'clock at night, even if it's midnight, 1 o'clock in the morning, you knock off, that, uh, that job satisfaction that you would have would be uh, a fair bit higher than someone who's just gone and worked in retail all day and couldn't wait to get home, right? Yeah, it's
1: enormous because you know you're doing it for yourself. You're only bettering yourself by doing it.
0: That's it. And uh, if, it's, if you're doing something that you're passionate about, it's, uh, it's a double bonus. Exactly. Yeah. It's great. Awesome. So what what's the what's the uh the number one thing that you love about running your own business? What wouldn't you trade? Uh number one thing would probably be my
1: own hours, honestly. Um yep. it, it's great like uh being able to work from let's say you sleep in till two and you just work till four in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> it's yep. just fantastic. And you can afford to do that as long as you stay in contact with everyone and you um and you separate your work from, you know, your leisure time, you can do that.
0: Mm. How do you go about that? If if you're working uh, different hours, setting your own hours, do you just take it day by day, or do you have a bit of a structure as to when you work and when you have personal time?
1: Yeah, I do have a bit of a structure. I have a calendar set up, but um, and also uh, I use a time tracking tool called Toggle, uh, okay. and that essentially just lets me uh, track my time. So, let's say I have... Uh, a client that wants me to do 10 hours of work this week, uh, online marketing, I, I can set that and I know um, how, how much time I'm up to, how much time I have left, and I know when I can work based on that or yeah, if I nice. have to work.
0: Good way to um, keep track of your time management. Yeah. So, do you, do you spend a lot of time, do you go to meet people face-to-face or is it sort of all done from the office?
1: Most of it's done through the office, yeah. I, okay. I, I still think word of mouth is the best kind of marketing. So, I'll yep. do a website for someone and I'll get word of mouth from that.
0: Nice. Do you work with uh, people internationally or is it just based in Australia?
1: No, it's mainly based in Australia. I've done a couple international projects. But I think because, as I said, one of my point of difference is communication. If I'm working with someone in the US and their time zone is very different, mm. it's very hard to communicate. I think if you're going to get a website done and this is having said that, having worked with that team of Indians, um, you want to get it done locally because it it is really hard to communicate.
0: Yeah. No, good point. Good point. What... um Let's go back a little bit. You mentioned um, you've got a couple of people helping you on a contract basis. Mm. H- how did you go about sort of setting all that up? You knew you wanted to start Studio Hawk. Um, you know how to build websites and all that sort of stuff, but you need a few people to help you in the background. How did you go about finding them and employing them? How does that sort of things work?
1: Yeah, well, uh, it's a, it's a bit of a struggle, to be honest. It, it is hard to find people, especially because I didn't want to get a full-time employee or anything because... Uh, they're, they're very expensive and I just didn't have the workload. Yeah, true. Um, but yeah, so, contractors are great, right? So, I, I personally used Reddit. Uh, there's a, a subreddit on Reddit called Reddit for Hire. Okay. And you can hire people there and uh, yeah, the two candidates I got there were both excellent. So, they're both based in Melbourne and both fantastic.
0: So, that's nice. how I went about doing that. So, it's pretty similar to hiring a freelancer or exactly um, yeah. using Upwork or something like that. Exactly. The yeah. same. Nice. Fantastic. Have you had any sort of tough moments, Harry, when you uh, or, or big learning moments that you can share with us from, uh, from the time that you started the business up until now? Yes,
1: yeah, certainly. When I think starting up is the hardest part. Uh, I started up, I had those clients and I did that and then I had massive dry period, like nothing, absolutely nothing. Mm. So, Couple months went by where I didn't have a single call, single email, single nothing. What were you thinking at the time? Oh, I was thinking Studio Hook's dead. (laughs) It's been alive for a couple months and it's gone. Oh, no. It's just, it it is a struggle. And you have those up and down moments. I still have that. I think you really know when you're starting to make it when the the moments between the time between your ups and the time between your downs is days or weeks. Yeah. because when you start off, it's hours. Like you, you'll be top of the world one hour, then <laughs> you'll be
0: slumping down the next. I know the feeling. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure a lot of people do. So, did you ever think at at one point that uh, you, you're going to have to give it in or do something else, or were you pretty determined the whole way through? Uh, for those couple months, I was actually looking
1: uh, for work. I didn't actually apply, but I was looking just uh, on full for full time positions. Okay. Um. After high school. Yep. And, yeah, no, but eventually I realized I don't want to work with someone else. I kind of want to do my own thing and just see where that gets me.
0: Mm. Well, it's gotten you to a pretty good spot so far. Yeah, yeah. Doing really well. So, for anybody listening in who who wants to uh, have a website built or have someone look after their social media, um, what sort of of services do you offer? Can you talk price points? What can you tell us?
1: Yeah, well, uh, I do all kinds of online marketing. Uh, I don't do any app development. I get a lot of requests about that, but uh, okay. it's not something we offer at this stage. Sure. Um, but yeah, our price points are pretty good. Uh, depending on what website you want, it, it can be very dynamic. Uh, we, we've we done massive websites for people that cost a few thousands and we've done small websites for, let's say, uh, a guy called Scott who has his own art landscaping business for 400 Okay. And so, it gets very... Yeah, but four hundred would be the price point you're looking at if you're a small business, and
0: yeah, if you just want to get started out and uh, get things ticking along. Um, yeah, exactly. Sounds like Harry's your man. So, what about um, what about marketing and that sort of things? Do do you take it from um, building the website and then helping that client uh, with their marketing as well? Do you sort of carry it on through? Yeah, yep. Yeah. So we offer
1: complete end to end solutions, but we also do separate packages. So I get. The majority of my clients are people like uh, uh, people just need some marketing done. So, they've got nothing. Uh, they say to me, oh, look, my website's not really bringing in any people at the moment. Uh, what can I do about it? Mm. And so, it's then my job to, to increase their ranking on search engines. So, in Google, when you type in plumbing Melbourne, you come up higher or to just market them to specific uh, people online.
0: Yeah, awesome. What's... Um What's your favorite social media platform? Um,
1: I would have to say... Just a question Facebook. out of the blue. <laughs> probably Facebook, yeah. Facebook, okay. Um, um, just because um, what I've been doing is you can actually reach out the clients through that. It's a lot more personal than um, going and getting their email. It's very untraditional, which is great, right? So, you're reaching out to someone through Facebook and it's, it works amazingly for me. <laughs>
0: So, have you got any tricks or tips there? Do you do any advertising or is it simply just reaching out, getting behind the keyboard and, and connecting with people? Um, well,
1: what I've been doing is when I've been looking for clients, I'll do uh, I'll spend an hour or so doing a mock-up of someone's website. Okay. Uh, so, I look for people that, have got, so, that are paying for Google AdWords or something and I'll go to their website uh, and I'll well, poorly made websites or something like that and I'll do a mock-up for them and then I'll actually reach out to them through Facebook. Yep. which is weird, right? But and it works amazingly well. I've actually had uh, about an eighty percent sign up with that. So, so you're sort of saying, uh, here, this is what your website could look like. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so offer them something would be my number one thing. Don't don't. Uh, look for what they can give you look for what you can give them before you start like really talking to them
0: because yeah.
1: no one wants to be like oh sign yeah. up for my web development services we
0: hear that every day now what can you offer them such such a good tip and for everybody listening that is a number one takeaway from this episode because what Harry's just said is he's he's providing value and it's not sell 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 he's he's providing value and he's giving first to, to engage and, and build a relationship with that client. And uh, would you say that's been uh, a, a real, I don't know, what would you call it? It's been a real high point in your success, like you've been able to engage with a lot of clients and get a lot of business because you have provided value first?
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: I think that's a
1: pivotal point.
0: Mm, awesome. Harry, Do you have, uh, have you got any other friends or family who, who run their own business? Uh,
1: other than my dad, no, not really. Um, I have obviously contacts that run their own business because yeah. of my clients and all that, but yep. no, I don't personally know anyone else.
0: Do you think it's going to be, um, do you think it's going to gain momentum like people, and especially younger people like yourself starting their own business in the next five, ten years? Do you think it's something that's going to get more popular?
1: Certainly. Like people, people my generation and even around my generation, they're starting to, to notice like you see uh let's say uh men shaving companies and stuff you see them overnight successes online or mm-hmm. e-commerce websites or even Etsy shops and they uh I worked with a client that had an Etsy shop who sold sold custom made like teddy bears like you put your name on it and they shipped them off and lovely packaging all that he's now earning uh 3 or 400,000 a year just doing these custom toy- stuff toys for people just started on started on Etsy and has just skyrocketed from there. So I did his e-commerce store,
0: all that kind of stuff. The, the opportunities are endless, really, aren't they? Exactly. Yeah, the, it's amazing. These days, you can pretty much build a business out of anything. Yeah, and and age definitely isn't a factor, <laughs> right? No. Yeah. No. Exactly. It, it's, uh, it's amazing. Do you have any advice for any other young people? Like, and I mean, you've you've just finished school and you've come out of school. You haven't had to take a gap year or you haven't had to worry about trying to get a part-time job or anything like that you've already got a successful business as soon as you step out of school so have you got any advice for for people who might be in that age range this almost finished school they're not sure what they want to do they might have a business idea but what's that one piece of advice that you'd like to give them
1: uh perseverance and commitment you, mm-hmm. if you persevere with anything I, I truly do believe you can make it successful and the other thing is commitment wait while we're talking about people starting up businesses and how easy it is nowadays, we see a lot of people starting up businesses, or almost like I did, for a couple of months, see it dries up and move on to the next idea. You really need to pick an idea and commit to it. Mm. Yeah. If you're only doing something for a couple of months, you're not going to see the results pay off as they could.
0: Such an important point. You've got to play the long game, Harry. Exactly. That's it. If it's worth doing, it's worth doing well and it's worth putting in that effort and uh Every business has its ups, every business has its downs and I think uh, that's probably where when when we're a bit younger, um, we can sort of, I don't know, we can get a little bit depressed or we can get a little bit down because things aren't going exactly the way we want them to but really that's a part of life and it's a part of business and uh, you're a shining example of the fact that if you keep plugging away, if you keep at it and uh, you're going to come out the other side and uh, it's all going to be peachy. Yeah, well, as long (laughs) as you persevere you'll be fine. That's it. Hey, uh, Harry, thanks for sharing your story, mate. Really appreciate it. How can people get in touch with you and Studio Hawk?
1: Uh, They can go to Studio Hawk's website at studiohawk.com.au or they can just uh, email me at harry at (laughs) studiohawk.com.au. Pretty simple.
0: Fantastic. Nice and simple. That's the way to keep it. (laughs) Yeah. Fantastic. Harry, really appreciate your time. Thanks for sharing your story, mate. And uh, all the best with Studio Hawk into the future.
1: Yeah, pleasure to be here, Anthony. Uh, Thank you very much for having me on.
0: And there we have it, Harry Sanders from Studio Hawk. I hope you enjoyed that interview as much as I did bringing it to you. Um, Really enjoyed talking to Harry. He's 18, he's got his own business, he's young, he's passionate, he's motivated, and he's doing his own thing in this world. He's making his own mark on the world. And that is exactly what I want for each and every person listening in to this podcast. It's achievable. You can do it. It's uh, The world is your oyster. It's out there for your taking. So don't hold yourself back. Don't get sucked into limiting beliefs. Get out there. Give it a go. It is possible. And if you need proof just go back and listen to previous podcasts. There's plenty of young people that I've interviewed that are doing awesome stuff. So check it out. All right, time to get into this week's top learnings. What was your top learning from that episode? I'd love to know. Leave a comment in the show notes. Here are my three. Number one, you're never too young to start your own business. And it's so true. Harry is a shining example of that. He had started a business before he'd even left high school. He was 16, 17 17 when he started his own business. So you're never too young. That's not an excuse. And on the other side of that, you're also never too old to start a business. So keep that in mind as well. Number two. You don't need loads of money to get started. We talked about it in the interview. And as I mentioned, I have written a blog post on this recently. Head over to openforbusiness.net.au to check out that, web po- uh, that that blog. And it's all about the fact that you don't need loads of money. We talked about it with Lyndon Galea from Eat Up back in episode 14 as well. You don't need loads of money. Talk to people. Tell them about your idea. Investigate opportunities that can be other people out there who can help you get started, give you a loan, um, community funds. There's so many different ways. Have a look around, spend some time, make it easy on yourself. Learning number three, get to know your customers and offer value first. Harry was big on this. It's not sale, sale, sale. If you want to uh, turn people away, and damage your brand, damage your business, do that, go in for the hard sell. If you want to create value, if you want to provide value for your customers and your ideal target audience, your best mates, as Timbo Reed from Small Business, Big Marketing calls them, you need to provide value first. Get to know your customers, know what their problem is, and provide them with a solution. Gary Vaynerchuk says, jab, 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 right hook. It's not right hook. First off, it's not the big sell. You've got to provide value. You've got to give, give, give before you ask. That's the top three learnings that I got out of this episode with Harry. Would love to know what yours is. If you've got one, leave it in the show notes for this episode. All right, that wraps up episode 17. Really enjoyed the episode. Hope you did too. Thanks for tuning in again. Can't tell you how much I appreciate it. I know I say it each and every episode, but it's true. I want you to know it. I love you guys. Thanks for tuning in. I hope I'm helping out in some small way. If you love this show, and if you haven't already, please head over and leave a rating and review on iTunes. That is the best way to say thank you, the best way to give me a thumbs up, and the best way to provide feedback and let me know how I'm going with this podcast. It's all about you. If you'd love to be on the show, when you're leaving that rating and review, Just let me know, leave your brand, your website, your name, all your details. I can give you a plug on the show and we can uh, get in touch and perhaps you could be on an upcoming episode of Open for Business. And before I tell you about next week's episode, Harry has a special offer for Open for Business listeners. Very special offer. I really don't want you to miss out on this one, but I'm going to hold it over until next week's episode, which is all about building your website, choosing the platform, who you should go with, how to get started and really unravelling how to start the best website. Now, Harry has an awesome offer, but I'm going to hold that offer until next week's episode. I know, insert all the groans. If you want to get notified of the offer early, listen up. All you have to do is head to openforbusiness.net dotau and subscribe when you subscribe you automatically get the weekly email that i send out to my email list and in this week's email list will be the details of the offer that harry has from studio hawk to do with websites you might be able to put two and two together you don't want to miss out on this one so if you don't want to wait all the way until next episode Make sure you jump over to Open for Business, subscribe, and you will get this offer straight to your email inbox, and you can jump in ahead of the rest. So that's the awesome deal that Open for Business subscribers get, and there's loads more stuff. Head over to openforbusiness.net.au. Next week's episode is all about websites as I've just mentioned and how to choose the best website, the best platform, DIY options, having a website created for yourself. We're going to run you through it and get the perfect website started for you. So that's next week's show. Remember, don't forget to subscribe if you want Harry's deal sent straight to your email. Priority. Priority email, people. Until next week. Thanks so much for tuning in. Love you guys. We'll talk to you on the next episode. Until then, stay motivated, keep working towards your goals and I will catch you on the next episode. Bye for now.